0: What is a thought and what is not a thought? In my opinion, the very important initial shift in identity that occurs called awakening, often called Kensho, but you don't need to name it. It's a profoundly transformative, the most transformative, experience, really, Um, when you consider the contrast of before and after that a human being can experience. When it comes to that, the distinction that is critical is the difference between thought and what is not thought. And that distinction has to be experiential, meaning not a conceptual understanding. So to give an example of what I mean by a conceptual understanding of the difference between a thought and not a thought would be you have some definition of thought. And then you come up with a mental uh, example of something that is not a thought. For instance, you might say, well, a thought is a neurocognitive process that is experienced as a subjective um, narrative or something. You know, that could be your definition. And then you say, well, uh, a flower growing, that's not a thought. A fusion reaction inside of a star, that's not a thought. Okay, that's true, conceptually, but that's not experiential, right? What has to happen is you have to know, through direct experience, unequivocally, without a doubt, What is not a thought? And you have to see it clearly enough until something actually fundamentally changes about the way you experience yourself. This is what awakening is. So what is a thought? Just look right now. Look into your experience. What's the next thought? What's the current thought? Is it an analysis thought about what I'm saying? Is it a judgment thought? Is it a thought that says, oh, this is interesting. It reminds me of X, Y, Z. Is it a random thought? Are you suddenly thinking about your dog or cat or what you're gonna do later on today? Whatever the thought is, just notice it. Notice there's a thought there. And what's intrinsic to this noticing is that the noticing itself, or what has the capacity to notice, isn't the thought, per se, because it feels continuous. So it feels like there's something that's there all the time, even if a thought is there, and even if a thought is not there. Regardless of the content of thoughts, regardless of the narrative of thoughts. There's a certain kind of conscious substance that makes thoughts possible at all, that makes it possible for you to turn your attention inward, that makes it possible to reflect on anything I'm saying. So when you notice that, when you start to notice that, you can simultaneously remain there experientially or with your interest and attention and your alertness and continue to notice any thought that might be arising. So that's kind of the first step. If you're completely identified with thought, just thinking, 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 analyzing, 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 then everything I'm saying will just become conceptual. But if you actually get curious and step back and notice what a thought is, Notice that it's an experience that seems to hold certain kinds of content, but only if that which experiences the thought believes it. That's called identifying with thought. If that sense of who or what you are is tied to the thought, bound by it, reacting to it, that's mind identification. But if that sense of who and what you are is unbound from the thought. Doesn't mean it's separate from it. It's not some floating, mysterious substance called awareness or consciousness. It's simply aware. It simply is conscious. Forget what it is. Forget calling it anything or labeling it. That's not important. But notice, there is something conscious. There is an experience of conscious. And the more you notice this, and the reason I keep pointing back to it, is that the more you notice it, the more it sort of stands on its own. It becomes the primary experience rather than the next thought, the next thought, the next thought. So once you start to taste this, you're in a good place. The rest of this is a matter of process, a matter of effort and alertness and a willingness to go through the process. So then, become very alert to any thought that forms, whatever it is. Could be an image of something. Could be a label for something in your experience. Could be a narrative about, oh, I know how this goes. This always goes the same way for me, right? Those are all thoughts. And as you notice those thoughts, you will automatically notice what's not a thought but you don't have to think about that. This is another important point. You don't have to think about what's not a thought, obviously. Just let it show itself. Let it clarify itself in experience, and it will. Just remain alert. Notice any thought stirring, any thought arising, maybe in your own voice, an internal narrative, maybe sort of cognitive and, um, vague like it doesn't quite seem like a voice often the more you're identified with thought the less it sounds like a voice as you disidentify it starts to be like oh there's a narrative going oh yeah i think this i think that i'm interested in this i'm not interested in that this guy's nuts you know i like this i don't like that here's what i'm doing later so the more you disidentify the more it starts to actually be noticed to be extra unnecessary experience cognitive that's good it's good when you notice a thought as a thought so just remain alert you might start noticing this sort of unnameable presence just gets clearer and clearer more primary more simple there's nothing to do there's nowhere to look nowhere to go but remain alert specifically for thoughts They will show themselves because they're in your experience. They're not somewhere else, right? By definition. So just watch. And as soon as you notice a thought as a thought, then that's it. Disregard it. You don't really have to discard it or push it away. You just notice that's a thought. Okay. what else is here? What else is happening? As soon as the mind starts to move and turn your experience into some sort of thought or narrative or description, you just again disregard. Okay, that's another thought. What else is here? And what is not a thought will reveal itself. But again, the catch is don't think about what's not a thought, don't analyze what's not a thought. That will bind you back into thought immediately. Rather, if an analysis starts, notice that's not what you are. That's just something that's happening right here. So analysis thoughts, judgment thoughts, wondering thoughts, wandering thoughts, image thoughts, visual images, all of it. Just disregard what else is here. And then remain 100% alert to your immediate experience. That's really it. But discernment's important. Alertness is important. And not giving yourself an escape route of wondering and judging and chatter, chatter, chatter of the mind. Don't give yourself that escape route. Cause all you're doing is escaping from reality, escaping back into the hypnosis of our own minds, our own thoughts. Don't be a willing participant in that. So that's how you distinguish a thought from what is not a thought.